Hello, everyone. You are listening to the Define University podcast, a space designed for educators to ignite your passion, transform your mindset, and learn to love who you are in the process. My name is Lindsay Titus, and I am here to share simple yet strategic steps each week with you to build your momentum into creating a life full of purpose and passion. The time is now. Let's dive on in to today's episode. Welcome back, everyone. It is another new episode of the Define University podcast, and I'm really excited to share today's format with you. So I decided to change it up a little bit. So instead of speaking on one topic, I am I'm going to kind of look at today's format as a coffee chat, if you will. So if you do not know this about me already, I love coffee. I drink it every single morning and sometimes throughout the day. I am trying to get better at increasing that water intake, but I just love I love not only coffee for the taste, but I love the just connection and community feel to it. And I know you might be thinking, Lindsay, what are you talking about? But just one of my favorite places to be in all honesty is at a coffee shop with a girlfriend, with a best friend, with a friend, with a colleague, and just chatting and catching up. That is something that I absolutely love. And right now with the world, the way it is with COVID-19 and the coronavirus, right? That's not necessarily, that can't happen right now. But instead of focusing on what can't happen, I decided, well, I can focus on what I can control and what I can do. And that is I can have a virtual coffee date with you right now on the podcast. So that is what this week's episode is going to be. I am going to share with you basically the five things that I think if you and I were to sit down and have coffee together right now, this is what I would share with you. And ultimately, the first thing I would ask is, how are you? How are you doing? I and I and I understand that is such <laughs> that is such the weighted question these days, right? But I think it's so important that we don't stop asking that because I think when we are faced with a situation, when we are faced with a situation like this, where we don't know when it's going to end, we don't know some of the parameters that I think as humans, we we crave, we desire. When I can't get those answers, I look for them. And so I'm going to keep asking, how are you doing until until this is over and even beyond? Because my brain has already started to go to, well, how do we prep our kids for returning back to the classroom? How do we prep teachers for teaching within a classroom once again? I think, you know, and I would love to say it's like riding a bike and you're just going to get back on, but I'm not going to lie in that there is some hesitation in what is it going to look like? We are all building so many skills now, you know, through technology, through virtual learning. And I really want to, I'm already starting to think, how do we embed more of that when we're in the classroom? And how do we continue to strengthen those connections? How do we reconnect with our students that maybe for those teachers that their school year has ended outside of the school, school you know, learning is still happening, but who won't get to do that, that final goodbye And how does that happen then in the fall? How do we reconnect as a school community, as a culture, as a classroom? So that's where I'm already going. And so bringing it back to how are you, I think that's that starting point. That's how we keep checking in with those around us. And so that would absolutely be my first question for you. The second thing I would share with you is 
I've been riding the emo emotional roller coaster this week and not even this week, just the last couple weeks. I have been riding the highs and I've been riding the lows. And I, I would share with you that it's been a roller coaster. It's been up and down. And I would share with you that there's that reminder that I keep giving myself is that emotions are energy in motion. Emotions are meant to be felt. And I would, I would share with you that I had a huge breakthrough just a couple days ago. And I don't call it a breakdown. I would have in my past, but I learned how crucial the language we use and how essential the language we use is to really bouncing back, to standing back up, to owning who we are authentically. It was a breakthrough. I let the tears flow. They flowed for most of the day. And I woke up the next day feeling so much better. The weight had been lifted. I felt clear. Because what often happens, and I did this for years as an educator, is that when I got frustrated, when I didn't know what to do, I stuffed those emotions in. I, I lived by, well, I should know this. So I'm going to act like I know it, right? The whole fake it till you make it. I don't fake it till I make it anymore. I face it until I make it. And I certainly am not one that came up with that quote. I'm not sure where it originated, but I love it. I'm going to face it. I'm going to own my mistakes. I'm going to share what I don't know. I'm going to ask for help and I'm going to figure it out because I always figure it out. But I think it's so important as educators, we do those things. We ask for help. We say when we're overwhelmed, we take a break. We understand that walking away shows strength. It doesn't show a weakness. It shows that we need time. We ask our students to do this all the time, yet it's so hard for us to live into today in, a, in our own lives. And so I would share that with you. And I would share that open and honestly and, and share through that vulnerability and ask you to do the same thing, right? Think about what breakthroughs have you had? When were you faced with that emotion and you let that emotion out? Maybe it's squeezing a pillow. Maybe it's crying it out like I did. Maybe it's just laughter. Maybe it's pure laughter, right? We all feel emotions in different ways. And I really want to encourage you as you are listening to this is to ride that emotional roller coaster. Don't stuff them in. Let them out. Share it out. Call up someone to talk with about it. Journal it out. Draw it out. Whatever works for you. I want to encourage you to do it the best that you can. The next thing I would share with you is I am an expert on Frozen 2. I don't know about you, but man, I can recite that movie line by line. I know all the songs. I'm pretty proud of myself. But, you know, all jokes aside, I have a five-year-old here at home, almost six, six in June, and we have been watching that movie nonstop. And my, my, <laughs> the reason for bringing that up is please know that it's okay to not have every moment of your day scheduled for learning or working or some relation of either one of those. It is okay. It is more than okay to put on a movie and relax and relax with intention. I think that's so key. See, I used to relax all the time and then I was, and then I would be overbearing by guilt. Guilt would just pour on me because I would be living in, this is what I should do. This is what I should do. No, what, you, what we are doing, what we choose to do, what we get to do, what we love to do is doing things, including rest, with intention. To say, my intention right now is to watch Frozen 2 with my daughter and enjoy the movie distraction-free. So that means my phone goes away, the computer goes away, and we cuddle up with a blanket and we watch that movie. Because at the end of this, when we are back to 
I'm not even going to say our normal lives. When we are able to leave our homes again, how's that? I want to hold on to those memories that we have made during this time. I am not looking forward to going backwards. Does that make sense? So for me, it's all about moving forward. It's all about what can I do today so I'm better today than I was yesterday? And then how do I learn from today to grow into tomorrow? That standard stays the same whether we are stuck at home or not, or safe at home or not. You know, I do love, I love the messages of language that are coming around, right? I do have the choice. I can look at it as I'm stuck. I can look at it as I'm safe. And I'm absolutely safe. And one of the things that I have learned through all of this is that it's okay to not live minute by minute for a schedule. Now, that doesn't mean I'm not getting things done. That doesn't mean we don't have, you know, systems that we are still following in our home, which we do, because I'm working to create that blend of at-home learning, at-home working, and just life in general. And that blend looks different every single day, but please know it's okay to rest with intention. And I encourage you, set that intention before you do it. My intention is to watch this movie without guilt and trust that this is exactly where I need to be right here, right now. The next thing I would share is this mindset shift between at-home schooling and at-home learning. I've posted on several social media platforms and it's one of the posts that has really taken off that we are not doing at school, at, <laughs> we are not doing school at home. We are doing learning at home. And what that means is I am not trying to recreate school here at home. It's home. I am doing learning at home. And that means I am following my daughter's lead. I am following her lead. And this is a great strategy to use in school too. If you have a kid that is not engaging, that has disengaged with everything, that isn't motivated by anything, that is refusing everything, y'all got that kid in your head? follow their lead. When we talk about motivation, where do they move to? What are they moved by? What is their interest? What is their strength? We know that strength through strength comes solutions through deficits or the things that they can't do yet. That's going to lead to resentment and they're not going to want to do it any more than they did before. If we're forcing them to do something, it's coming through with the wrong purpose. Instead, and I think this is something we can all do more of now at home, is follow their lead. A great example is Kaylee, my daughter, found a ruler the other day while she was going through my desk. And she said, oh, mom, I found your ruler. I said, that's awesome. She goes, can we measure some things? I said, absolutely. So I pulled up Google. I typed in free measurement activity for home. And within three seconds, I had a worksheet, I printed it out, and we walked around our home for 30 minutes, measuring things, having a great conversation, talking about which one's taller, which one's shorter, which one's bigger, which one's smaller. And it was an amazing 30-minute activity that she was engaged the whole time. It was interesting to her because she had started it. And so I think it's just really important to recognize that any single thing you do in your day with a child at home could be learning, can be learning. We can make it into a learning exercise. Kaylee's been learning laundry. She's been learning how to make her lunch. She's been learning how to clean up when we're done with things. And so we've also been learning sight words. We've also been learning fluency facts. We've also been learning comprehension, absolutely. But we tie it all together. And the number one thing for me is that we are safe, 
we are living into our emotions and we are loving every single day as it happens. So I think if you have kids at home or if you're a parent, if you are not a parent yet and have, but are a teacher, I think this is great to share with your families, to let them know that it's okay, it's more than okay to follow their kids' lead in getting things done throughout the day. The, the next thing I would share with you is really kind of random. So let me explain here. It's that I still don't like to cook. <laughs> and, and here's the thing. So one of the things I've been seeing a lot on social media is, you know, we have all the time in the world right now, which I would argue a little bit too. I don't think we have all the time in the world. I do think we have more clarity of our time. Um, in all honesty, we still have the same 24 hours that we had a month ago before this virus was here. But what ends up happening is we do have potentially maybe more time freed up. So I know for myself, just looking at commuting alone, I have an hour and a half in my day that I am not spending commuting to and from work. But what happens is the, there's posts going around social media that are saying, if you don't get what you wanted done in this time, you know, you didn't lack time, you lack discipline. And, and I agree with that to a, to a certain extent, but here's what I would share with you if we were having coffee. I would say it's okay to still not want to do something. It's okay to still walk away if something's not serving you. I have all the time right now, not all the time, but I have a good amount of time right now to cook dinner every night, and I do. But it doesn't mean that I'm trying new recipes. It doesn't mean that I'm opening up the cookbooks and creating this masterpiece. No, I'm still cooking the same 10 meals that I cooked a month ago because I don't like cooking, and that's okay. And so even though we do have maybe more time right now to use in different ways, it's okay to say, I still don't like this and that's okay. It's more than okay. One of the things I like to, to really think about and my coach just, I have a personal coach. She just reminded me of this the other day is that we're not bad at anything. You know, I don't even like the word bad because bad is so subjective to either societal expectations or maybe a belief that you have, but we're not bad. We either, we're not good at it yet or I don't have a desire to get better at it. Doesn't that make so much sense? Like I heard that and it was one of those light bulb moments of that's absolutely true. So I'm either not good at it yet, meaning I can keep learning and growing and refining my skill, or I don't have a desire. I don't want to cook crazier meals. I don't want to cook more in-depth meals. So at the end of the day, I don't. I rely on the simple meals that I cook every day for my family and that's perfect for my family. All right, so the last thing I would share with you on this amazing coffee date that, that I'm so excited we are having today. I so appreciate you listening. I appreciate all the love and support for this podcast. And that last thing I would share with you is the importance of today. Of all that I have learned over the last three weeks, it is, it is without a doubt to focus on today. If I think of someone throughout the day, I am immediately or as soon as I can texting or calling them. If I have a message that I feel called to share, I'm sharing it. I'm either going live on Instagram, I'm hopping on my Facebook group, I'm sending an email. In some way, shape, or form, I am sending that message that day. If I want something, if I see something or I think of something, I think how or what aspect of it can I have now? There's no more waiting. I am not putting things off. I am making it happen today to the best that I can. And that is what I would encourage you. That is what I would end our coffee date with is 
we can focus on the past, we can focus on the future, but the only way that we make sustainable behavior change when we keep moving forward is when we bring it back and we focus on today. We focus on the here and now. We focus on what can I do right here, right now with what I have. So there you have it. I have absolutely loved this virtual coffee day. I hope you did too. If you did, I would love if you would leave a review, share this out with your friends, subscribe, all the good things so that this podcast can get out to other listeners, other followers, and just we can continue to build the Define University platform into an amazing place for educators to come and learn how to truly connect from within and to connect with those students that, you know, maybe those challenging students, the colleague that you're struggling with. That's what Define U is all about, it is equip equipping educators with the tools, the knowledge, the confidence, the clarity to truly live into who they are as an educator, to ignite their legacy from within so that you can now connect with others, your students, your colleagues, your parents, your family, and number one, yourself, because you and your story is the superpower to connecting with everyone around you. And so I would so love any and all support. If we have not connected yet on social media, let's do it. Send me a DM, reach out, let me know you listen to the podcast. Let me know what topics or ideas you have for future episodes. I would love to see you. You can find me at Facebook by searching Lindsay Titus. You can find me at Instagram at lindsay.titus828. And I'm also over on Twitter, LTitus828. So until next time, everyone, have an amazing week ahead. And as always, we will talk soon.